Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so now you know you're in charge of the Oscars. What new category do you bring in? Oh, God. I didn't ask for this. Um, oh, easy. Best animal performance, animated or live action. <laughs> okay. Don't the... Does it, does it car and have, have a best dog each year? Yes. And? Yeah. Do you think this would lead more people to put dogs or animals in the films so they would yes. win this category? I've got one rule for you, though. Okay. The dog can't die or the animal Oh, obviously not. It's an immediate yeah. disqualification from the category. Yeah, and yeah. this year yeah. I'm going to give the award to Machiavelli from Luca. Okay. Not the dog from <laughs> The Power of the Dog. There is no dog in the power of the dog. Well, there is a dog. It's not really the power of the dog. Maybe the bunny. Oh, no, the bunny dies. Hmm. Disqualified, as I said. Disqualified. Would you count, sorry, we're getting to the episode soon. Would you count, like, alien animals? Yeah. Like the like yeah. the worms from June? Um, uh, no. They have to be okay. cute. Okay. But it can be like, you know, like if there's like an alien robot dog. Sure. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's a great category. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. Good work. Hello there. This is I Unlike You and Movies. And I am Lonnie. And this is also <laughs> Sine. Hello. We are the podcast and we also are ourselves, if you can believe it. We are the podcast. Now, Oscar season is coming to an end, and by the time you hear this, if you listen to it as soon as it comes out, which I assume you do each week, <laughs> the Oscars will be in a couple of days. So you've got time to prepare, you've got time to potentially go watch some of these if you haven't got around to it yet. Oh, if you haven't got around to it and it's 24 hours, you're pulling an all-nighter, I guess. Some, That's your only option. Watch some of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, every year we do this, we do a bit of a wrap-up and you know, our predictions and, and whatnot. Unfortunately, Sine, we don't always get around to see everything, do we? Just we haven't got the time slash access, unfortunately. Especially this year, a lot of the um, documentaries and shorts, I don't think either of us have seen any. No, and as it happened last year, the mole agent only came out after the Oscars. Yeah. So sometimes they have, in Australia, at least, they wait until the film does well at the Oscars and then they'll go show it. So. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to see them soon. And also we've yes. pre-recorded a lot, but they might be coming out after this episode so hmm. if there are some films nominated that you're interested in hearing our thoughts on they'll probably be coming soon potentially yeah so some of these predictions will be taking a stab slash recuse ourselves but <laughs> for most of it we'll have a, have a good go just um, a bit of fun we i'll say just disclaimer we know the oscars aren't the be all and end all we know that there are issues hmm. with the oscars and representation got a quote here from cam williams our good friend he said that having Oscar films accessible on streaming services is interesting because you've got more people than usual talking about these mm-hmm. films, which pushes them top of mind for voters. It's a memory game. It's never about quality. It's the perception that something is worthy. Mm. 
There are mm. probably a lot of great films out there that we haven't heard of because they haven't been promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, so just disclaimer up front, we know that. It's just a bit of fun. We like the Oscars. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? Pretty good year, I think. Pretty good year. After last year's sort of, I feel like we were scraping the barrel to try and find enough movies to be nominated, really, with COVID and everything. I think mm. we've come back with quite a strong round this year. I'd say so. Um, looking back at last year, I know my lead one, The Father, Judas, Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Promising Old, which we liked, Santa Metal, Trollish Cargo 7. That, that's not a bad year, but I feel like no. this year has got some really strong contenders. They really shared the awards around last year, just hearing you rattle them yeah, off like that. Yeah, they did. Um, I think there, there's a few career nominations this year, as there always is. Kenneth Brenner is definitely one. Yeah, I think it might be Will, Will Smith's Smith. year. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, and Spielberg released a film, so he got nominated. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a great. West Side Story was yeah. very well done, of course. And there are some films that didn't get looking at all. No. This year. What, what do you got there? You got a list of some of these, Sine? Well, French Dispatch was one off the top of my head that mm. I just am surprised it didn't get anything. Not even production design. Yeah. I, I agree it's not his best, but it's pretty great. <laughs> like, yeah. And one thing I've noticed, I don't know it's myself, but it has been pointed out to me and I noticed it as something to talk about for this podcast, mm-hmm. is that for Best Actress this year... All the women nominated, their films are not nominated for Best Picture. Interesting, isn't it? I've actually got a few of them as we we go that I'm surprised certain films weren't nominated in certain categories. So I'll mention them as we go on. But, yeah, that's bizarre because you think if something's the Best Picture, it should have the best performances, right? (laughs) Like And the best direction and the best of everything. Isn't that kind kind of the award? Yeah, it does maybe do that speak to something about in the best in the films we consider the best picture of this year mm. are we not valuing the female performances in them and maybe conversely on in hand with that we are giving nominations to actresses who are maybe doing a lot of acting in their films but we're just giving them that's the sort of they're getting that's what they're getting not the the best picture itself isn't getting much the picture itself sorry isn't getting much buzz it's just the female in it that's an interesting, know. yeah, interesting thought. Um, just some other film that I didn't end up seeing, and maybe this is why I didn't get pushed over the line, but House of Gucci was around everywhere for a while, wasn't it? It and was. And then just totally dropped yep. off the face of the earth. Yep. No idea what happened with that. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Bizarre. Um, also, then Parallel there, there Mothers. Some... It's like not, not been, I think it was mm. like Palace for a week or something. That also yeah. didn't get a good run here. Mm, strange. And, you know, it's not necessarily a sum, but we might as well mention it. In a world where Black Panther gets an Oscar nomination, mm. Spider-Man No Way Home was very well received last year. Hasn't really got any buzz here, which is... Yeah, I've got a visual strange. effects nom, but um, mm. yeah, nothing for Best Picture, which I just feel like that studio has done the work of a decade at least to mm. build that and have it pay off. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised to see it not there as well, but... It um, kind of reminds me, back in the day, mm. my mum got upset when the Harry Potter movies finished and she's like, why isn't there anything at the Oscars? These are really good films. They've been <laughs> all, all the all the box office and they've been really important to people. Nothing at the Oscars. They could have given them a little something at least. 
mean, she's not wrong. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? The Oscars, they they sometimes shy away from the popular films, but then sometimes yeah. they give Joker a Best Picture nomination, so I don't know what's going on. Well, that's the thing. I've often wanted to do a rewatch of all of the Oscar-nominated films back from the beginning of time, mm. which would just be just a lifetime undertaking. But I wonder mm. how many of them I would have heard of and how many, you know, endured the test of time that um, weren't nominated at all. Well, I've got some discussion points about the films that weren't nominated this year, Okay, well, great. Should we get into it? I think so. I think it's fine by me. What are biopics this year? Biopic-heavy sort of year, an adaptation-heavy year. Interesting. Yeah, they they do tend towards, don't they, biopics and whatnot. But um, hmm. Interesting. Anyway. All right. I'm so excited. Okay, first category, actor in a leading role. Nominees, Javier Bardem being The Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Okay. So are we doing what we think and what we want or what we (laughs) reckon? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just wanted to say one thing. It's interesting that Eyes of Tammy Faye Andrew Garfield is the leading actor in that film. Mm. He wasn't nominated for that, but he was nominated for Tick, Boom. I find it interesting that he was in two Academy Award-nominated films in the same year. My heart wants him to win, but I don't think he's going to get it just because he hasn't really been around that long in terms of the eyes of the Academy. Yeah, another shot, won't he? He's young. He'll have like a million more films that he'll be able Mm. to get nominated in. Um, I think it's going to Will. Yeah, I'm fine with that, to be honest. You're fine with that? I think it was a really good performance. And yeah. as we mentioned on our episode about King Richard, mm-hmm. it, it was totally playing against type, but yet still somehow his inherent charisma shone through Yeah, for a very interesting performance in that character. So I'd be, and also his career, you know, one of the best actors and yeah. most loved actors over the last 20, 30 years. So fine by me. I didn't particularly rate Javier Bardem's performance in Being the Ricardos. Um, Ooh, that, that's one I haven't seen yet, so I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> you didn't rate it, okay. Um, I don't think either of us saw Tragedy of Macbeth. No, I mean, I want to like Shakespearean <laughs> stuff today, but I just don't always get into it. And that one wasn't playing for a huge amount of time. And mm. yeah. And Benedict, I'm sure Denzel was great, don't get me wrong. Yeah, and Benedict was great in The Power of the Dog, but I just, mm. I just reckon it's Will Smith's time. All right. Acting a supporting role, we have Kieran Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for Power of the Dog. Yeah, well. You kick us off here, Lonnie. Okay, well, you know what? I haven't seen Being the Ricardos, but given that J.K. Simmons has recently got an Oscar, so I'm thinking probably not J.K. Simmons. Also, being the Ricardos isn't getting a huge run this year. Mm-hmm. Kieran Hines, maybe career sort of thing. Jesse Plemons, I kind of feel like what you're just saying applies to him too in terms of he'll be around forever and he'll be getting lots of Oscar nominations and wins, you'd think. Well, I'm looking at the names and I'm like, well, who do you think is going to get it then? Well, Cody Smith-McPhee has got a very he's got a very powerful performance in Power yeah. of the Dog and kind of the key performance. But having just seen Coda last night, Troy Cotsaw. <gasps> really? That kind of 
it, it feels right to me somehow, Sine. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but I would not be upset if it was him. No, and I think no, I'd no. like it to be as well. Oh, know? lovely. I, I'm su- no Mike faced in this category. Travesty. Um, Sine, can I just cut you off there? Sorry. I, I follow Rachel Zegler on Twitter <laughs> because she's funny, right? Yes. And I must have liked one or two tweets of hers. Every second day, every time I scroll through Twitter, I get suggested things about Mike Faced and about her. I don't hate it, but it's just like, come Listen, on, algorithm, work me out. The Twitter army is fierce for Mike Face at the moment, and I half said that to see if it would get a reaction from you, so I'm glad it did. <laughs> um, I, I reckon Jesse Plemons. I reckon he's got it. You reckon it's his time? Yeah. Oh, I'd just love it if he did. I'd love it if all of these actors did. I agree. J.K. Simmons' performance being the Ricardos is great. He's J.K. Simmons, but it's nothing, mm. you know, above and beyond. Kieran Hines was great in Belfast. Yeah, I don't know. Unless they're going to pull an upset and Cody's going to get it. Yeah, that, that, that's probably the, so far in our second category, <laughs> that is pretty open to me. I'm not really sure. There's no clear front runner for me. So Interesting. Mm. All right. Actress in a leading role. We have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, mm-hmm. Olivia Colman for The Lost Daughter, which is odd because it hasn't been nominated for anything else really. Um, yeah. Melody Cruz for Parallel Mothers also hasn't been nominated for anything else. Mm. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Well, it's got to be Kristen Stewart, surely. I don't reckon she'll get it. I reckon she's too young in the Academy's eyes and she hasn't paid her dues and she doesn't like doing the wheeling and dealing going mm. to oscar luncheons and dealing with the celebrity and the fame okay so, so i think, think a lot of that's gonna not work yeah. in her favor so you think maybe getting a nomination was enough for her like i think so that's that's what that's her award for this year is getting the nom yeah, yeah. my pick is jessica chastain her oh. transformation into tammy faye is pretty incredible and she's very captivating to watch on screen mm-hmm. and okay. has she won one before i should probably know this She's been nommed. I don't don't think she's won. But she's been around for a long time, so maybe, maybe they'll... Maybe the stars have aligned. Maybe. But you think Kristen? Well... I mean, I'd love it if she did. I I don't know. You've made a convincing argument against Kristen Stewart, though, so (laughs) are you ever wrong? I don't think so. it's not going to be Olivia. Sorry, Olivia, Mm. I love you, but it's not going to be you. It's not going to be Penelope Cruz. I doubt they're going to give Nicole one for being the Ricardos. No. Like, if they do that, they'd more likely give Jessica Chastain one. So either they're going to stab in the dark and go with Kristen or Jessica Chastain. And also, what? Jessica Chastain just won the SAG Award. Okay. That's for Best a good indication. Actor. So... Well, I guess it comes down to, do they think this representation, the portrayal of Princess Diana in a, in a not-so-traditional biopic hmm. was worth it? Was it? Was it good enough? Yeah. Or traditional biopic... Actress who's been around for a mm. long time. American big performance. story. Big yeah. performance. Okay. I don't know. That's my pick. Interesting. Interesting. Actress in a supporting role. We have Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, sorry, and Ingenue Ellis for King Richard. Now, mm. I would love nothing more than a Jesse Plemons and a Kirsten Dunst little you take that one i'll take this one we love each other forever (laughs) we're the best couple in hollywood story however i reckon ariana's gonna win this for west side story yeah because she has been cleaning up in every awards every award up until now Mm -hmm. and she is 
perfection in that film. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, it's got to be her. I think that's the one I, I feel like there is buzz around for her to win that. So, but at the same time, Kirsten and Jesse together, you know, that that, that is attractive. Judy Dench, people like I don't want to be crass or anything, but like Judy Dench. <laughs> She's closer to the end than the beginning, so maybe people want to give her an award before she goes. I don't know. How dare you? I'm just saying. She could have another 50 years in her. You don't know. If anyone could, it would be her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Ariana's um, her go. And that could be, like, given that's the only nom for West Side Story in the acting mm. nominations, that could be people might feel good about that, I think. so. Yeah. I am surprised that Rachel Ziegler didn't get one for Maria, to be honest. Yeah, it's a very traditional lot, isn't it, in Best Actress? Yeah. Apart from Kristen Stewart, but everyone else is like, oh, yeah, definitely that sort of person gets nominated <laughs> for awards. Now, animated yeah. feature film. We have Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Now. Okay. Well. I think I know what we both want to win. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mitchells vs. the Machines, right? Yeah, because it's not in the traditional powerhouses of Pixar or Disney. It's a fresh take on the family road trip. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole bunch of fun. whole bunch of fun. New animation style. Does some mm-hmm. really cool things with storytelling and using animation in a different yeah. way. Queer themes, which is yep. you know in vogue, but also needed in the animated scene, I think. so. However, yeah. I'm a bit concerned. Mm. I'm a bit concerned that Encanto is gonna gonna sweep everyone off their feet because it is beautiful animation. Well, look, if my niece was gonna nom- gonna put an award put a nomination through, it would be for Encanto because she just sang some of it to me. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> the um the doors floors <laughs> the bit beginning of <laughs> about the house the family madrigal yeah yeah okay Good. um so if she was going to vote that's what she would go for I think I see. Um, Flea has got a lot of good buzz mm. from what I can see, but that it's, there's always like one or two that's not a kids Pixar film yeah. from like Europe or something. Um, and that's that this year, but it sounds really good Flea, doesn't it? From, it sounds amazing. It's been nominated in another category as well. So yeah. Um, so that could be cool if, if Flea gets a, mm. gets an award here. Luca, that w- that wasn't top tier Pixar for me, but it was that's still very good, isn't it? So, see, Encanto and Luca are pretty even. Yeah, even footing for me. Like they both had issues, and they both had things that I loved about them. I haven't seen Raya and the Last Dragon. I'm not sure you have either. Yeah, for some reason that I think because of COVID and stuff, it was at the cinemas, maybe or maybe not at all down here, and it just sort of passed me by. It wasn't like avoiding it. I just like yeah. All of a sudden it was out and it had been like five months. Like oh okay. Well, I went to the Disney exhibition at um. Acme here and mm. a lot of it was promoting the new film Raya and the Last Dragon and then okay. we all got locked down for the umpteenth lockdown and I it just disappeared <laughs> so mm. Mm. yeah I just haven't gotten around to that one man I would love it if Mitchell's Best of the Machines won it though I think that would Look, be we've been awesome. surprised before like Spider-Man won yeah we have, we have so you never know you never know all right cinematography we have Greg Frazier for June Dan Larson mm-hmm. for Nightmare Alley Ari Wegner for The Power of the Dog, Bruno Del Bonnell for The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Janos Kaminski for West Side Story. I mean, it's hard to spit these, isn't this it? This is tough. This is a tough one. Are we going to say June part one? That's what I'm thinking. 
Listen, Ari Wagner is an Australian cinematographer, so it would be great if she could win. <laughs> so is Greg Fraser. Okay, back off. Oh, is he too? Sorry, Greg. Yeah. Didn't realise. It's not going to go to Nightmare Alley. It's not going to go to Macbeth. I think it's either going to go to June, West Side Story, or Power of the Dog, surely. Hmm. I feel like people will be happy to give June technical awards rather than big awards. Fair enough. <laughs> They're all big awards, you know what I mean? Like best yeah. the, the big four or five. But I don't know. I reckon it's going to go to Ari Wagner for Power of the Dog. I think that I think that's the case too because it's the classic Western, isn't it? But I want it to go to June. That's all right. Greg Fraser will be back next year for Batman, so be right. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, costume design. We have uh, Cruella. Remember that film? <laughs> I remember the costumes and I think that'll win. Jenny Vivan for Cruella, Massimo Cantini-Perini and Jacqueline Duran for Serrano. Jacqueline West and Robert Morgan for June, Louis Sequira for Nightmare Alley, and Paul Tazewell for West Side Story. I mean, it's probably going to go to Cruella. I'm well, this s- is the... You go, sorry. This is the idea of most, isn't it? As much as best. <laughs> I'm surprised but still no, pretty good, so. no Tammy Faye or Spencer in this category. Oh, yeah. I mean, only five nominations, I suppose, but yeah. June costume design? Nightmare Alley costume design? Mm. West Side Story, I understand, but yeah, I think Cruella will win it. Wish it was West Side Story, but I think it would be Cruella. Yeah. All right, Lonnie, directing. Here we go. We have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Mm -hmm. Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Mm. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Mm -hmm. Jane Campion for Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. It's a crowded field. Um, Drive My Car is the only film out of the Best Picture nominations that I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. um, mainly because it's not showing very often here and not streaming anywhere. As, as our friend Cameron said, mm-hmm. ones that are streaming are much easier to get to and talk about. So I'll have to recuse myself of that. Of the ones I've seen, though, I mean, a week or two ago, I would have thought Jane Campion was a lock, but yes. her campaign has maybe fallen off the wheels, but... Also, it should be about the best director, not the best mm. um, person who's not talking shit. And... It's a public-facing awards, though, and they're not going to want to do anything oh, too yeah. controversial. So Spielberg. I mean, yeah. Up until then, I probably would have said Jane as well, but I'm not, yeah. When do they vote? Have they already voted? I'm not sure. I, th- um, I think it's pretty tight, actually. Like, it's pretty close to ceremony, because Kenneth Branagh, though, 
in terms of a career award. Potentially. Like, yeah. Well, it's already started, Lonnie. Final okay. voting for the Oscars kicks off on March 17 and runs for six days before okay. ending on the 22nd. Right, right, right. Okay, interesting. Um, I think Kenneth Brenner might get there because he's, he's made a very personal film as well. That's true. He has. So it's not just he's made a good film. It's one that people are like, oh, that was, he was saying, an artist saying something about himself. So that could be the case. Yeah. PTA is kind of, well, of course, you made a great film again, PTA. Good on you. But yeah. he did, and I loved it, so I don't know. It doesn't feel like the best, the, the sort of film that wins Best Director, does it? Licorice Pizza. No, it doesn't. So it feels more like a West Side or a Power of the Dog or Belfast. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go West Side. I'll go Power of the Dog. Okay. For, for what? What am I going for? I guess for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, documentary feature and documentary short subject, I'm sorry, but I'm probably just going to skip over those because we have been very bad people and have not seen any of them. No, um, I able to. But we will hopefully get to them soon. So film editing is our next category, Lonnie. We have Hank Corwin for Don't Look Up, Joe Walker for June, Pamela Martin for King Richard, Peter Skiberis for The Power of the Dog, and Myron Kirstein and Andrew Weissbloom for Tick, Tick, Boom. Now, I have a recurring nightmare that Don't Look Up wins this category and I hope and pray that it does not because it will just <laughs> give everyone ammunition to back their stupid arguments up. <laughs> I don't want that. And I hope that that wouldn't mean then people are like, okay, good editing means throwing in a random image <sighs> halfway through a scene every now and then to remind people of the point we're trying to make. No, I'd rather no. not. No. I, I'm going to... Uh, say tick tick boom here for me i really want it to win and it, it's so hard to make musicals isn't oh, God, it in yeah. general <laughs> and to make them flow and to make the dance sequences actually uh, make sense and to make them interesting so tick tick boom i was never bored it really um spun along well so yeah that's for me and and the way it edits or not so much editing but the way it's structured in between the real life story and the performance and then the future. I, I, yeah. I think that would really work. I think so too. I'm surprised that West Side Story isn't nominated then by that same, you know, reasoning. Mm. Well, Don't Look Up had to get a nomination. Then. I had to give it something, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Tick, tick, boom for me too. All right, cool. International feature I'll just touch on um, because I have seen one of the nominated films <laughs> and that's oh. the worst person in the world. Yeah, bloody hell, you got to see it. I didn't. I Listen, Lonnie, I thought I was never going to see it. I'd made peace with that. I'd, you know, come to terms with it. I was devastated. And then I found a little cinema in the middle of nowhere playing it, and I was like, you know what? This is probably going to be my only opportunity to ever watch this film. Um, I'm, I'm doing it. And I really liked it. I'm not sure it all came together for me in the end, but there were some really great moments. The time-stopping moment was my favourite. If you've seen it, you know. So... Of course, I'm going to think that that should win because that's the one I've seen, but I, I think it might go to drive my car. There's been a lot of buzz around that at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to see it, but it's three hours. It's three hours, guys. I mean, we saw the Batman. It was three hours. So. Listen, get out of here with your logic. All right. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean, though. It is it's sometimes difficult to find the time, not just, like, the energy. It's actually... When will I find the actual time to do this? Yeah, I can't speak of any of these films, so I'll, I'll trust you. Okay. Makeup and hair. Again, 
No West Side Story or Spencer. Oh, no. If she's going to win the Best Actress for playing Lady Di, you don't want to give credit to the people who made her look like her. Mm. Anyway, we have Coming to America, Cruella, June, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. I think probably House of Gucci might take this one just because it's not nominated for anything else, really. Um, mm. If not, probably Tammy Faye, I think. Okay. I mean, Cruella, good. Could be good. But... <laughs> Do you think that's what we win? Yes, I'm going to say Cruella. Okay. Good movie. Um, music original score. We have Nicholas Brutel from Don't Look Up. The one true god, Hans Zimmer for June. <laughs> Germaine Franco for Encanto. Alberto Iglesias for Parallel Mothers. And Johnny Greenwood for Power of the Dog. Now, I really loved the score in The Power of the Dog. Mm. It's one of my favourite things about the film. Johnny Greenwood, he doesn't miss. He doesn't. However, let's all be serious about what we're doing here. Hans has to win. That's the soundtrack to June is incredible. Mm. It is perfect. There's not a, a note that's wrong. There's not a feeling that's evoked that's wrong or out of place or dissonant from anything else. It really helps bring the world to life, which he does. He's the best, you know, film composer ever. So I wouldn't expect anything less from him. But man, he's June was incredible. Yeah, it'd have to be that, surely. My only thing is. I guess it's always the case, but the June works really well in a cinema, in the score especially. Mm-hmm. If people saw this on HBO Max over in the US, maybe that's different. But then they tend to watch their screeners, don't they, anyway? so Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so all right, yeah, I'll go with June as well. All right, music original song. We have Be Alive from King Richard, Dos Oraguitas from Encanto, Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die. Somehow you do from Four Good Days. Okay, so it is, it's strange. We're not the first people to say this, but that Lin-Manuel Miranda got his nomination this year for a, for a song from Encanto rather than from the film he directed, which is other nominations. Yeah, bizarre. Tick, tick, boom. Really cool uh, to see Billy Eilish and Phineas getting a nomination. Yeah, yeah. Although that I, song wouldn't have happened without Phineas. You need to watch the documentary. I've been keep telling you. Well, I'm a bit controversial in this, apparently. I don't think that's the greatest or a very good Bond song. Mm, it's not a bad song. I like the song, but I know Dylan and I have this conversation I miss you, man, about whether you want the song to be a pump you up, here's the movie about to start, or it's like a mellow, hey, let's, let's ease into this tragic story potentially that's going to happen. Mm. I don't know. I feel like the best Bond songs are ones that get you excited for the film, and that one didn't really. Skyfall, more you speed. Skyfall or the one from Casino Royale, but everything works in Casino Royale because it's the best Bond film. It so. is the best Bond film, that's correct. Yeah. Maybe Beyonce for Be Alive? It's got to be Beyonce, right, for King Richard? Like, I think so. It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. <laughs> if not, they'll yeah. give it to Encanto, I think, but I think King Richard will, will win this one, for sure. Okay. I'm going to skip Best Picture and we'll finish on that because it's the most exciting. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, production design. We have June, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and mm. West Side Story. Pretty open field again, isn't it? Really is. I think it, it's a two horse race between June and West Side Story. Mm. Um, yeah, well, Night Merrily doesn't got anything else really has going for it, has it, in terms of. I, I'm confused why it was nominated for so many awards. I, I wasn't a huge fan mm. of it. So. Um, it was good production design. I don't it, no, it was, absolutely, in the Art Deco stuff that was used. And Power of the Dog was beautiful as well. I'm sure Tragedy of Macbeth was too, but mm. you either give something 
West Side Story and June are both epics, so I feel like they're going to pretty easily. I guess Power of the Dog was too. Now I'm just talking. I don't know what's going to win. Me either. I might, might go June, but it's 50-50 for me as well. Well, I'll go West Side Story, and that way one of us is right at least. Yeah. Then it's going to be going to be Macbeth, isn't it? Bloody <laughs> Short films, animated, live action, I'm going to skip over again because we haven't had access to see those. Sound. Belfast, June, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, or West Side Story. Yeah, recurring themes here, some of mm. these noms. Um, maybe June again. Just I reckon the, June, the yeah. the technical aspect's <laughs> pretty spot on, hey? Yeah, especially the sound effects for the um, mm. ships and machines and the armour that they put on. Yeah, and the mixing was really great. I just, yeah, it's got to be June, mm. surely. All right. Couple more visual effects. We have June, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man No Way Home. Um, love Spider Man. Not sure it's going to get it for visual effects though. Why is Free Guy nominated? I have not seen it. Um, maybe it's good. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I th- it's got to go to June surely. Yeah, I feel like category. June's the one that'll, that'll get the nom there, but I mean, get the award. It's the odd one out, really. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it'd be nice if Spider-Man got a nom. I mean, I got an award, but whatever. June for me. Yeah, me too. All right, writing awards, some of our favourites. So Ooh, we'll start cool. with adapted screenplay. We've got Shian Hader for Coda, Raisuki Hamaguchi Takamasa Oe for Drive My Car, Mm-hmm. John Spates and Dennis, oh sorry, Denis Villeneuve and Eric Roth for June. Maggie Gyllenhaal for Lost Daughter. Awesome to see she got a nom. Oh, cool. Um, and Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. So I think this is going to go to Coda. I bloody hope so. <laughs> I just think it's, if any award's going to be taken by it, I think it's going to be this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think June and Power of the Dog will get a lot of the other awards, so you could, you know, take a stab well, at this. We've said before they like to share it around, don't they, traditionally? They do. so. Yeah, and if Drive My Car wins international feature, I'm not sure The Lost Daughter, it was a great film and, no, was it? It was an interesting film, okay. <laughs> well-directed. Um, but I'm not sure that the screenplay was, I don't know, Coda was something yeah, special. Yeah. I, I, would, I want to hope, hoping Coda, at the same time, June is one of those books everyone loves, you know. That's so true. Yeah. That could maybe get a nom, get the. I'm so saying nom. I mean award here. Get the nod. <laughs> the win. All right. Writing original screenplay. We have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, Adam McKay and David Sirota for Don't Look Up. Boo. What am I doing? I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> Zach Balin for King Richard. PTA for Licorice Pizza. Eskil Vogt and Joachim Trier for The Worst Person in the World. Think is between Paul Thomas Anderson and Kenneth Branagh. If Kenneth Branagh doesn't win direction, maybe he'll win this because, as you said, mm. it's a personal story. But I think Paul Thomas Anderson has this pretty squarely secured, which is interesting because a lot of the d- discourse online lately has been about how awful the screenplay is. I mean, so. there's those few scenes which, if you take them out, it would be a perfect screenplay, probably. Yes. And I, I really do dislike those particular scenes that said i feel like this is the sort of film licorice pizza that i think everyone would be pretty happy to give it the pta because it is well written there's nice dialogue 
it's a nice story and it's PTA. Like, if they're going to give him one award this year, giving him a screenplay award, it's not like they're giving him best picture. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's the sort of thing we can give him give him a good pat on the back this year. And let's be I honest, inter- Cooper Hoffman should be nominated as well this year and he's not. Oh, and... Um, Alana Heim. Alana, yeah. Mm. That's, that's who you take out there, I guess. Um, Just add another category. Add another person. Add another person. Take out Javier. Take out Olivia Coleman. There we go. There you Done. go. Done. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry to Olivia and Javier. Um, it's funny to me that King Richard is an original screenplay based on true events, but I know I know what yeah. they mean by that. But yeah. you know what? I mean? It's odd, isn't it? It is interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if Don't Look Up gets it. To be honest. Oh God, don't! I can't. No. Why? Why? <sighs> it was. I'm gonna be annoyed. The more I think about, it, the more I get just mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it was so bad. And they had the best intentions, and you got to mm-hmm. give them props for that. But honestly, props for trying, but honestly, shouldn't be nominated for an Oscar. No. All but right. Worst person in the world, though, that could be also a it sort could. of a dark horse there, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say PTA. Okay. All right. Are you ready for best picture? Huge category. So hang in there. I'm not ready. Let's come back later. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. Good. All right. So the pictures we have nominated for best picture: Belfast. Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Hmm. <laughs> Is West Side Story going to be the first remake of a previous Best Picture winner to win again? Potentially. I've got three front runners in this. West Side Story, mm-hmm. Power of the Dog, and Belfast. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of see Belfast a little bit in the same way as uh, Green Book from a few years ago, where mm, it's like uh-huh. no one's favorite film of the year, probably, but it's pretty good. It's a non-controversial for the most part, and you know why not give it an award? You've also got that thing of splitting the vote, right? So people who mm. who aren't going to vote for Jane Campion might vote for something else, but more people overall might put Belfast as the number two. Potentially. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, but I think we sort of thrashed it out when we did our episode on the Power of the Dog and we ended up saying that's probably going to win most awards. So, yeah, Power of the Dog? Yeah. West Side Story. West Side Story. Oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, and that concludes our predictions wrap-up for Oscars 2022. As we said, good films this year. We've done mm-hmm. a pod on most of them, so if you're keen on listening to our thoughts of them, have a search it'll be there if not there already it'll be there soon and we might get around to the ones we miss we might not so if you really really want us to talk about being the ricardos you can ask i think you'll really like it lonnie oh yeah i'm just like will it matter in you know four or five weeks maybe it will maybe maybe we will have to (laughs) we did a bloody episode on jungle cruise so we could do an episode (laughs) on being the ricardos we'll see um so yeah oscar season it's over we did it, made it through. We made it out alive. Um, I, I, you know, I don't want to get too stuck into it, but it'd be great if they could just broadcast all the awards, right? It's a huge disappointment because movies aren't made with cinematography or editing, yeah. apparently. So just do it quickly. Don't don't have stupid ridiculous. things where you have a little dance sequence and have the host in like a, a ten minute like skit at the beginning. Just make it 
streamline it if you want to if you're worried about how long it takes I just... well, there was that great tweet that we saw not that long ago someone saying they're worried about ratings dropping right that's their huge issues so they keep trying mm. to change things and appeal to people to watch no more people are going to watch the oscars than already do the people who already watch the oscars are interested in film and tv you know they're either in the industry or wanting to get into the industry or super fans like us mm. and maybe cater for the people that you already have Rather than well, trying to appeal to an audience that you're never going to get. Well, I feel that is that is totally true. In the same breath, though, you can make the whole ceremony go for an hour and a half. Oh, it doesn't yeah. have to be three hours long. Not at all. If anything, I get turned off when you watch it and they they do one award every half hour. That's, <laughs> that's what it feels like sometimes. So I just feel like they could streamline it, make it a bit, bit faster. Why do we need three hosts that are going to just do jokes? I Yeah. We don't need that. Just get up there and read the awards, honestly. <laughs> That's well, what we're here for. Have a little opening bit about, maybe have a montage of the previous year's things. Mm-hmm. Have someone talk about the power of the movies. In the section. Get Tom Hanks up there, say something nice, and then, you know, we're all home. We're all home Sounds by eight, tucked into bed, ready for school the next morning. What's the problem? <laughs> That's uh, That's definitely... <laughs> Our kind of night, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it really is. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's that's hopefully they, they sort that out in the future. But it is yeah, disappointing. They've got a great product, and they just always don't they don't always seem to know what they want to do with it or yeah. how best to utilize it. Hey, says me in Brisbane. But no, we've know. just fixed it in two seconds. Oh, we just we just fixed it. That's yep. right. Well, okay. Hopefully, you've enjoyed us our little chin wag about the Oscars, and hopefully, all our predictions come true. And I guess we'll see you next year for next year's Oscars where the Batman will a clean sweep. One can only hope, but we will see you for regularly scheduled pod on the Monday following this podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Always pods, always happen all the time here on I Only Like You and Movies. See you next time. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.